0: If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. So you look at the comparison and Hebrews says that the, the priesthood of Jesus was far superior and compared it to the priesthood of of Melchizedek.
1: Foundations: Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith with Robo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our last program, we learned mostly about the priesthood of Melchizedek, and today we're going to learn the differing characteristics of the priesthood of Aaron and then which of them Jesus is modeled on.
0: I really enjoyed learning these different elements, but I will tell you that I struggle with the book of Hebrews. (laughs) Hebrews is very complicated and the author, I just need to get this off my chest, the author opens his mouth and nearly a whole chapter can almost be one sentence Mm, and he covers so many things that kind of boggles the mind. I think I mentioned to you I'd I'd rather read Leviticus and Lamentations back (laughs) to back than Hebrews. But it has been really interesting actually to look at these um, priesthoods. And compare. And last time we learned um, about Melchizedek being both king and priest, and that in Psalm one hundred and ten, verse four, David prophesied that God would raise up someone who would be in the order of Melchizedek, being both king and priest. And we also learned the characteristics of Melchizedek, and and the fact we, we looked at whether or not he could, in fact, be. Um, a theophany, mm. a um, a preincarnate Jesus, he might be.
1: There are many that argue that he. There is. There are many
0: that are the, but he might not be. Yeah. <laughs> we really don't know. But the similarities are striking, to say the least. But then there is also the Levitical priesthood, which was established through the law, the law of Moses, and we've learned a lot about the law being there to show us that we are sinful, and that we need atonement. We need a sacrifice, somebody to go between us and God, to make atonement so that we can be made right with God. And it had to happen all the time. So it's important to look at the characteristics of um, Aaron, and it was all of Aaron's children that followed after him.
1: So let's look at this Levitical line headed by Aaron. There are a number of characteristics, mainly from Exodus, but also from some other uh, passages. In Exodus 6, we find out that Aaron had parents. Uh, they were Amram and Jochebed. Uh, also, he had a birth date, so he was actually given a you know, time that he was born. He was three years older than Moses. We know that from Exodus 7, verse 7. Uh, Aaron died, of course, so once again, Melchizedek, we didn't have any of that information That's right, yeah. from his, uh, uh, from what we saw in Genesis 14. Aaron was the first high priest from the time the law was given in Exodus 28. And then also in that passage, we read that Aaron's offspring inherited this role of priest so that it became a family line. Aaron and his sons performed all of the obligatory sacrifices and ceremonies detailed throughout the law. The other thing that we mentioned in the program last time was that Aaron and his sons were not kings. And in mm. fact, they couldn't be kings. Kings couldn't be priests. Priests couldn't be kings. Yeah. And we read in 1 Samuel 13, in Numbers 3, and also 16, that uh, kings of Israel were not permitted to perform the duties of priests.
0: And if they did, they got into big, Mm. big trouble. As Saul did. The thing that strikes me about this, and when you compare it to the priesthood or the characteristics of Melchizedek, is that Melchizedek was infinite. Whereas the priesthood of Aaron, because their lives had set start and stop dates and restrictions and their capabilities were limited, they were finite. So that's an automatic thing that I see. It's almost like the priesthood of Melchizedek was kind of supernatural and eternal in its elements, whereas the priesthood of Aaron and all of his uh, ancestors after him was very human and finite and frail, limited. Mm. So there's, there are similarities, of course. There are some similarities between Melchizedek and the Levites, but there are plenty of differences as well. So if you look at the book of Hebrews, and again, it can be a bit daunting. It was for me. Um, but what it does is it, it, it repeats and it drives home the superiority of the priesthood of Melchizedek as compared to the priesthood of the levites or the there was you had the levitical tribe and within the levitical tribe you had the family of Aaron and only the family of Aaron were allowed to be priests the rest of the levites were ministers in the temple mm. and did lots of things but only Aaron's family was allowed to be priests so you look at the comparison and hebrew says that the the priesthood of Jesus was far superior and compared it to the priesthood of Melchizedek.
1: So let's take a moment then to look at some of those characteristics of Jesus as high priest.
0: So first of all, his name, it means salvation. First up, that's Mm. the first thing that jumps out.
1: Well, of course, it also uh, hes the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Righteousness. That's uh, referenced in a number of uh, Old Covenant passages and then reiterated in 1 John 2.
0: Exactly. He had a human mother. But he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, so he had no human father. He had a supernatural father, but a human mother. And that's interesting because he was fully God and fully man. And that's what we call, well, it's a theological term is the hypostatic union. People have debated over that for centuries, but there you have it. He Mm. was fully God and fully man.
1: Also, of course, uh, he is eternal. Uh, That's uh, made clear in a number of passages. He's our high priest Mm -hmm. and our mediator.
0: Yes, which is the role of the priest. He is our sin offering. He is our sacrifice on our behalf. That's something Melchizedek never did. And that's something that Aaron and his sons were inadequate to provide. Mm. They couldn't. They were sinners themselves.
1: And that's why their sacrifices were always temporal and had to be repeated over and over and over.
0: And animal as well. He was... Without sin, unlike Aaron and his descendants, Jesus was without sin.
1: And that was very, very important because if it was not for that sinless state, his sacrifice wouldn't have been good enough.
0: Exactly. It would not have been sufficient. He was our advocate. He was also our intercessor. That is the role of a priest, that go-between, between the one who is in a broken state to go before the perfect and sinless God. He was our intercessor as well.
1: Also importantly, he is our king, and that's where this crossover happens between the priesthood and the kingly reign.
0: Absolutely. He is also the son of God. He is God. In the notes that will be posted online, there's lots of Bible references here to go and and look at them all to check out that, that what we're saying is true. You know, the only difference between Jesus' priesthood and Melchizedek's priesthood was that Jesus is God and Jesus sacrificed Himself on behalf of the people, something Melchizedek did not do. Mm. Yet it's funny. Remember last time you mentioned how Melchizedek gave Abraham bread and wine, and the bread and wine is this, the elements of the sacrifice of Jesus' body mm. and His blood. The very thing Melchizedek gives to Abraham is the very thing that Jesus sacrifices, symbolically sacrifices yeah. Himself for humanity, which I just find. Mind blowing, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah,
1: so you can certainly see those similarities in that uh, the line of uh, Melchizedek, the priesthood in the order of Melchizedek, and the, I guess the differences then between that and the Aaronic line.
0: Again, it's that Hebrews is constantly driving home the superiority of Jesus' priesthood as compared to the ironic priesthood, and it sums it up perfectly in Hebrews ten verses ten to fourteen, and it says this: By this will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Every priest, that is talking about the Levitical priesthood, every priest stands daily ministering and offering time after time the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But he, that is Jesus, having offered one sacrifice for sins for all time, sat down at the right hand of God where he is king waiting for that time onward until his enemies are made a footstool for his feet. For by one offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. Mm. So there you see this perfect role, this superior priesthood, offering himself once, only once was required because he was perfect. And therefore sitting down on his throne as king, he fulfills the priesthood of Melchizedek and the priesthood of Aaron through sacrifice, resurrection, the go-between, this intercessory, intermediary role that he has, fulfilling it all. And that's why his priesthood is superior.
1: And as we have mentioned, there are lots of scriptures in the notes from these studies. So check them out online at vision.org.au slash foundations. Join us again next time as we continue to explore the Jewish and Hebrew foundations of the Christian faith so we can understand what we believe and why. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.